Hi everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the pod. I am speaking about something that I do get asked quite often, um, seeing as I have been doing it for quite some time. And in light of the gym's opening, I have rekindled my love for the gym as it, it sounds fucking lame. Sorry, that made me gag just saying that. But I can't deny it. It is the truth. And in light of that, I will be speaking about my fitness journey and how little old me was able to get into exercising, getting into training. This episode will be good for you guys who are interested in kind of the health and fitness industry and what it was kind of like years and years ago. Um, and for those who are maybe even looking to start or finding some kind of motivation, I hope this helps and it's tailored for you and I'm just going to get into it. We're going to start right at the beginning. I think I mentioned in the first episode that I started going to the gym when I was about 15 or 16 years old. And at this point, I was mainly doing Zumba classes, body pump classes, body fit classes, those classes that the commercial gyms typically offer. And I would go before school or after school. So in the mornings, maybe I would go with my mom or in after school, I would get dropped off and get picked up afterwards or whatever. So typically when you first join a gym, I don't know if this is with every single gym, they'll give you like an introductory to the gym. So they'll, you know, kind of tell you the layout of the gym, where certain equipment is. And of course it's like super overwhelming. It's something that you, it's an, an environment that you have never been in before. So it is a lot to take in and you're just like, what the fuck? There's just so much shit everywhere. And there's just so many machines that I have no idea what the fuck they do. Um, but they will give you, I guess, like a, guide to for some exercises that you can do so yeah like I would do these classes and sometimes I would do them back to back and I would literally only do three other weighted machine exercises afterwards and then stretch perhaps and then go home so the three I remember the three weighted machines that I would use would be the lat pull down the chest fly and the leg press and the reason why I chose these three machines was one, they, they, in the, I think the personal trainer had introduced me to it and like showed me how to do it. And these were the only three that they showed me. So these were the only three that I would do and they were all situated near each other. So I didn't have to walk too far to go to the different machines. I would kind of know where I had to be and it would all be in the, a really close vicinity from one another. So literally go straight into the room, whatever the classroom was, do the two classes, go out, do these three weighted machines and then go home. And I, the reason why I only stuck to that was because I had just so much anxiety about going to the gym and just being in the gym. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Um, But yeah, like just thinking about venturing out, never. I would never have done that. Never even crossed my mind to because it was such a foreign environment and I'd just be way too scared to do it on my own. So I'm pretty sure for the first maybe 
two, three years, maybe, or one to two years that I was there, I literally didn't even step foot into the whole other side of the gym where all the squat racks are, um, you know, where people like usually bench and deadlift. If they did that at the time, I'm sure they did, but it's, it's nothing like it is now. Um, and I just felt so nervous and scared and anxious about trying something new. I would literally just do the classes or run on a treadmill or the cardio machines. I remember using those cardio machines because they're easy to use. Like it's hard to fuck up going on a treadmill. You know what I mean? It's literally walking. How do you fuck that up? But I have fallen off a treadmill once, which is fucking hilarious. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just what it was just what I knew and I wasn't brave enough to branch out. At that time, the fitness industry, at least in my opinion, was not really booming. It's nothing like it is now. There wasn't that much free material resources and programs on the market. And you just, if there was, I don't think I really even knew about it. I just remember watching YouTube videos on how to lose weight, weight loss tips, yada, yada, yada. And I think the time I started to, so this whole time I was kind of going to the classes, enjoying it, but potentially not really losing that much weight. Um, it was fun and it was, I guess, something to do. And it definitely got me into the routine, but it wasn't until I watched a YouTube video from a person, like if she was some British YouTuber, I think I'm still subscribed to her, her name's Samantha Marie. Um, don't know if you guys know her, but She's been on YouTube for fucking ages and she lost a lot of weight using and doing this program called the Jillian Michaels 30 day shred. Do you guys remember Jillian Michaels? She was the trainer, one of the fitness trainers in the biggest loser. She's like a true OG fitness trainer. Love the bitch. Anyway, so the, the program is basically working out or exercising for 20 minutes every single day for 30 days. And it was like a follow along 20 minute YouTube video. Um, and you literally needed like one pair of dumbbells. So it was like super minimal equipment, very easy to follow along. I actually still love Jillian Michaels. She's been around for ages and yeah, she's awesome. So I committed to it. I committed to doing this and I saw results at the end of it. And I think a lot of other people around me also saw results in myself. What I think this program did was it got you to practice self-discipline and doing something every day and being getting used to doing something every single day because you had to, you literally had to do it every day. Even though it was only for 20 minutes, you got it done. And yeah, shout out Julia Michaels. She kicked my ass for 30 days and it paid off. And I would recommend that program to anybody who is starting out or is a beginner from memory. It's been years now, but from memory, the exercises are pretty straightforward and very beginner friendly, not too difficult to perform. So check it out if you are looking to start somewhere. And I want to also say at this point, my goal was to lose weight, building muscle, building strength. It never even crossed my mind. I was at a point in my life, a young, I was really young. I just wanted to lose weight. That was a goal. I didn't care how I would do it. Um, I just know, knew that if it's, if it's going to be exercising, if it's going to be skipping meals, I needed to lose weight. So I just want to point out that that was my mindset at the time because it's a pretty unhealthy mindset. 
And yes, your goals can be weight loss, but you can have a different and healthy approach to it. So when I turned 18, I joined a new gym, Anytime Fitness, which at the time didn't offer any of those classes that I used to go to. I don't even know if they actually do offer them now, but anyway, I was training with my cousin Lindy, who was a health freak at the time. This bitch had subscriptions to women's and men's health magazines. Like who the fuck even at the time, I'm sure it was a big thing, but like who the fuck reads magazines anymore, you know? But yeah, she was a health freak. And I think she, I would even go to, I would even say that she probably got me into training because she kind of knew the basics and I had someone to go to the gym with. So although I had about at this stage, maybe two to three years of gym, quote unquote, experience under my belt, I hadn't even ever done a proper barbell squat with it on like a barbell rack using like a 20 kilo uh, barbell. And I think having Lindy there to teach me these things and teach me how to do certain basic exercises it was definitely less intimidating. I want to say for the next half a year to a year, I was kind of dicking around with it. I was training pretty inconsistently, not following a program training at like midnight, which is fucking cooked now that I think of it. Obviously some people have different schedules and some people have to train at that time, but I was not one of those people. I definitely had the means to be training at a reasonable hour, but yeah, it'd be things like that. Like I would kind of just go to the gym just to go to the gym or just to keep active. And again, there's also nothing wrong with that at all. But if you're trying to achieve a specific goal or see specific results, you kind of need a game plan. And that's usually in the form of a program because it provides that structure. I guess like with anything, even if it's like, for example, starting a business, you ultimately want to have like a business plan in place so you know what the fuck you're doing. And it took me a really long time to figure that out. And I guess it was kind of because at that age that I was at as well, I was what, like 18, 19, 20. Um, fitness wasn't, it was important to me, but it wasn't like my highest and top priority at the time. I was more so prioritizing socializing, going out, getting drunk, um, clubbing. Well, I don't know. I've been to clubbing three times. I don't know why I said clubbing. Um, but yeah, going out, meeting different people. And yeah, I guess it just wasn't a priority at the time. So that's why I never even felt the need to follow a program or take it that seriously. After about a year of not taking it that seriously, not taking training seriously at all, I decided to be more consistent. And my lovely cousin, Lindy, again, introduced me to BBG, the Bikini Body Guide by Kayla Itzenes. I may have just completely butchered her last name, so apologies for that. But this was Jillian Michaels' 30-day shred program literally on steroids. It's honestly a great program. I only followed the training program and not the nutrition plan because I think it was telling you to eat like 1,200 calories at the time. And look, I'm like, I fucking love to eat and I love food. So I wouldn't have, that just would not fit in with um, what I could be eating. I would, or, or, I would always overeat if I was following this program or this nutrition plan. And yeah, like, of course, if you're eating 
1,200 calories and you're exercising this much, you're bound to lose weight. Like it's a given, but the training program itself is really, really good. It's a lot more, the exercise is a lot more intense. Um, It's like a hit or high intensity interval training style, circuit style training. And this program really helped me build my strength. I remember the first pull-up I ever did after the program. The program goes for, I want to say, three months, I think. Um, But yeah, I did my first pull-up and it was literally like a holy shit moment. I could literally pull myself up and I was so shocked. And I think this program really then led me down the path of strength and having one of my main goals as building strength rather than losing weight because I, you end up kind of chasing that kind of like a high where you just want to get stronger and stronger and stronger. So that led me into a phase where I just wanted a big ass. So I literally did fire hydrants. I don't know if you know that exercise, but for those who don't, it's kind of like you being on your hands and knees and lifting your leg to the side is the best way that I can put it. And body weight glute exercises at the end of every single training session that I did when I went to the gym. And because I wanted it so bad, I would always do it no matter how I was feeling, no matter how tired I was or really seebs. I was just, you know, I would do it. I was dedicated to getting this fucking beauty and I was taking it really fucking seriously. So you can see a pattern here, right? If you're trying to achieve a result where you're, whether that you're training for strength or your, your goal is weight loss to achieve a goal, the best way to go about it is to have structure and follow a program because it will keep you accountable. It will take away any of the guessing and the decisions of what exercises do I have to do today or what body part should I train today? It's all laid out for you. It's all pre-organized for you. You just have to go into the gym and do it. I wanna quickly talk about gym anxiety because I think overcoming this will really open the doors for your fitness journey for everybody when you do really overcome this, if you have gym anxiety or feeling like you're out of place and really out of your element. And I think everyone goes through this or has a similar experience where you first start training and there's just so many different types of fucking equipment and you just don't know what the layout is like and you feel like you're a lost sheep and then you feel like, well, everybody else is looking at me being lost, which makes you more anxious. I've been there. I have totally been there. I know exactly what it feels like even after training for a few years, like when I was, you know, three, two, three, four years into training, I would still get nervous every single time I stepped foot into the gym. And what for? What you should remember is that gym goers, and this may be controversial, but gym goers are self-conceited. Who do you think they're there for? Themselves. When I go to the gym, who the fuck am I there for? Myself. Okay, self-conceited might be a poor way to put it, but everyone at the gym is focusing on themselves as they should be. They shouldn't be focused on Mary in the corner trying to pick up a dumbbell that might be too heavy for her. And if they are, then go over and help her. Like it's very just simple gym etiquette as well. So at every point in anybody's gym or fitness journey, 
I think everyone has felt uncomfortable or felt nervous about being there. So I think it's so relatable and it's just really understanding as well. And you should be understanding to someone that you may see that it is feeling uncomfortable because we've all been there. Like it always feels shitty or really nervous at first when you go to the gym, but the best way to conquer this nervous feeling is repetition and being consistent and showing up all the time. Like you're almost putting yourself in what is initially an uncomfortable environment so much that you've familiarized yourself with it. It literally becomes your second home. You have no questions or you don't feel any form of uncomfortability when you step into this now. It's not so much a new environment anymore. Even now when there's like a new piece of equipment that I want to try out, but there's 10 different fucking cables connected and there's a hundred different fucking holes that I can put the the um, weight thing into, I'll have to maybe like Google how to use the machine or literally try to just figure it out. So I think initially if I were to, to like a couple years ago, I would feel so overwhelmed being like, holy shit, how do I even use this? But just take the time to figure it out and yeah, it will all be fine. Or look out for the personal trainer and, you know, push your boobs up and put on a smile and go over to him and ask him how to fucking use the machine and maybe get his number while you're there. Okay. I'm kidding. That's a side note, but everything is just so much more intimidating in your head. And it's almost like you're anticipating the feeling of being overwhelmed with being at the gym without even physically being at the gym, just thinking about it would give you anxiety. And I think you just have to go in and do it. And the more you do it and the more consistent you are, and you just have to keep at it, it, it becomes second nature. Almost. I've, I've been asked so many times at the gym, you know, how to use a piece of equipment if, or how to do a certain exercise if someone doesn't know how to do it. And if you can spot a friendly person and you're comfortable doing so, go ask them to help you. And for the most part, I find that most people are willing to help. On the flip side, the amount of times I've had to fucking jump for a cable, try to pull it down on a higher setting, someone's just come up to help me And yeah, it kind of all works out. So just don't be afraid of stepping foot into the gym. And if you are, just keep doing it. It will take time for you to build that confidence. And now when I step into the gym, I'm so fucking happy. I don't feel those nervous feelings anymore. And I've literally been training for nearly 10 years. So just put that into perspective. The fitness industry has evolved an enormous amount and it's come a really long way from when I first started until now, particularly for women as well. We're not just only allowed, not that we were never not allowed, but it was only, I guess it's more acceptable to see a woman training cardio, but now it's so normal to see women powerlifting, Olympic lifting, doing CrossFit. So it's great. It's so good to see that there's more material out there, that there is an abundance of informed knowledge that is very readily available if you go looking for it. And if you do your research, that also brings me to my next comment where I want to also stress the importance of knowing 
what you're looking for and also doing your research because there are a lot of people out there who don't know what the fuck they're doing and what the fuck they're talking about, but will try to sell you something anyway, maybe based off their Instagram profile or whatever. So really properly do your research and find what works for you. Not not everything that works for somebody else will work for you as well. I've really learned that the hard way because yeah, like your body types, all our body types, we're so different. We uh, react differently to certain exercises and the result may be different. Um, if you follow a program to the T, potentially you, you, you'll see results for sure, but it might not be the exact same results as someone else because their metabolism might be different or their strength um, might be different. Their level of strength would be different. So just keep that in mind as well. It's great. It's great to see that the industry has come such a long way. I think 10 years ago when I first started, I didn't know what the fuck a hip thrust thrust was. I didn't even know a hip thrust existed. So glute exercises back then were literally squats, 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 and 10,000 different fucking variations of squats. But now, thanks to the genius Brett Contreras, the glute guy, Hip thrusts, glute bridges are literally the ultimate exercises for the greatest glute engagement and growth. I guess it can feel kind of overwhelming now because there may be so much material and there's so much more content that you don't even know where to start. But I used to really have to scour through YouTube and fitness blogs to find exercises or a simple explanation of how to do a certain exercise where now I could search on YouTube how to do a fucking single leg B stance, 45 degree angle, 10 second hold glute tempo bridge or whatever the fuck and find like a thousand videos on them. It's fucking awesome. It's great that we have so much content now, but in saying that it can be oversaturated and I think finding the right material so that you can conquer the basics of training will really help you. And it's it's very available and it's it's great. It's really easy to learn all these things. I really want to highlight as well, this is my personal journey and my preference of exercise is going to the gym. I think it's about finding out what works for you. Not everyone will love the gym. Like I would never, for example, enjoy playing soccer. I fucking hate soccer. Um, <laughs> I used to play netball and I swear to God that deteriorate, deteriorated my mental health because some of the girls are so fucking bitchy and they get so into it. Like babes, we're not fucking, tr- we're not playing for nationals or whatever. It's literally social netball. Just relax, chill. Okay. It's a fucking social sport. Jesus Christ. But because I found myself being so competitive and annoyed at how dirty players would be. And some of the girls are fucking bitchy, man. They can be really, really rough. I knew that sport wasn't for me. I'd come home after the netball game feeling annoyed and angrier than I started. So sport and competitive sports wasn't for me. Some people love it and that's awesome. So that's their form of exercise. Some people love yoga. Some people love F45. Some people love running. You're a bit of a psycho if you do like running, but all the power to you. Go for it. Pole dancing, normal dancing. People like riding bikes. People like riding horses. People like riding dick. That's not an actual sport. I don't think that's a sport. That's more of an art form. It's not, I mean, it is a form of exercise, but 
that's more of an alpha. That's a conversation for another time. I don't know how the fuck I was able to go on that tangent, but pick your poison and be consistent with it. And I guarantee you, you will see a result. Give yourself like four weeks. I always say four weeks, do something every single day, stick to it and make it a habit and it will change your fucking life. The gym has made me feel like I am so much more in control of my life. And if there is a certain aspect that I don't like about my life, I have the ability and the power to change it. And if I'm going through something difficult mentally and I'm really emotionally exhausted, the gym and going to the gym and exercising has really helped me with that. And it's like a release for me. I think when you have a relationship with your, a healthy relationship with your physical body, the energy will transform into other parts of your life as well. It's taught me a lot of discipline and patience and that when you work at something and put effort into something, there will be a result, whether it is a big result or it is a small result, there's always going to be a change and a different result from where you started at the beginning. I think we can sometimes really overlook our health and I do this as well. I'll be super strict with training and they get blind and plastered on the weekend. Like it's pretty counterproductive, but you know, there's a time and place for everything for, for those things. But as long as it doesn't become a way of life, exercising is now a non-negotiable. I don't really think twice about deciding whether I should train or not because I just know it has to be done, especially during lockdown when I didn't have access to a gym. I would find some way and make sure that I would move my body in some way every single day, whether that be doing a circuit or going on a walk or going on a run. And I know I just gave shit to runners, but maybe I'm a low key psycho myself. There are 100% going to be days where you don't feel like going and you don't feel like showing up. But I think if you decide to go, those, at least for me, those are the sessions where I'm so glad that I did. And whenever I have those opinions and those thoughts about a certain session, or there are days where I just don't feel really unmotivated, I think back to the time where I'm like, do you remember before when you were not going to go in to go and then you went and you felt fucking phenomenal? Get up and go. It builds self-discipline, right? You'll find it easier to be disciplined in other parts of your life when you set yourself to achieve something because you've practiced this discipline, especially within the gym and with training and your with your health, you're more likely to pull through. I think it also even allows you to establish a type of self-love because you're keeping the promises that you're making to yourself. You're saying, okay, I'm going to be doing this. And when you pull through, you are satisfying that promise that you made to yourself. That is a form of self-love. Health and fitness has always been a really big passion of mine, but from what I've shared and what I've shared with my experience, you could see that it wasn't a top priority for the whole 10 years of my fitness journey. There were stages where other things would take more importance and that was where my focus went. And that's completely fine. That's completely okay. As long as you're doing what works for you and you're happy with yourself and your health is at the forefront, I don't really think there is much room to go wrong. Diet culture can become very toxic very quickly. What starts out to have good intentions 
for example, you're in a situation or you have adopted a lifestyle that is very unhealthy and you want to change that, that's great. That holds really good intention. But if you kind of continue to always want to diet and you have this image or this thought or the need in your head to always diet, being like, you know, you can't live a normal life and you always have to maybe under eat that becomes, that can become very, very toxic because your whole relationship with food and your relationship with your health has completely changed. You will never really feel like you're good enough, right? You're always constantly trying to like chase the next best thing or trying to chase this maybe image that you have in your head. And maybe even when you've achieved it, you want something more. And that's not to say having goals or setting goals is not helpful and it's not great. It's not effective. It is. But you have to kind of think about it in a really holistic point of view and think, what can I do every single day for essentially the rest of my life that will serve me in the best way that is will allow me to have a healthy lifestyle for the rest of my life, something that is sustainable. Because at the end of the day, health and fitness, it should be a way of life. It should be a part of your life. And you should really want to be doing this until you're like 80 or until you physically can't, you know, be active. And even then, like I'm sure going for a walk when you're 80 years old will will still be okay. We're nearing the end of the episode. So I'm going to wrap it up and jump straight into Jen's gems for the week. And then you motherfuckers can leave, (laughs) but don't leave yet. The first gem is being consistent and setting realistic goals. So being consistent will really allow you to overcome the fear of stepping into the gym or what I guess we call it as gym anxiety. Because you are doing it every single day, it becomes second nature. A way to be consistent is to follow a program. It provides you with the structure and it takes away any of the thought or the question of what do I have to do this day or what do I have to train that day? It's all laid out for you. All you have to do is show up and continue it and follow it. And that will also allow you to practice self-discipline. One thing that I didn't really touch on too much in this episode was setting realistic goals. So you want to set goals that are very achievable and you know that by being consistent or by doing something regularly, you will be able to achieve what you've set out. So of course there are benefits and it is good to have a really big picture in mind and what you want at the end of the journey, but by looking at it in a smaller scale and thinking, okay, what can I achieve next week? Or what can I achieve in three weeks? It will build that momentum. And once you've kicked off and you've achieved these little goals, it becomes easier to then obtain and achieve that larger goal that you had in mind. The second gem is to make sure you're moving your body every single day, whatever that form may be, running, walking, skipping, jumping, trampolining, Uh, hiking, fuck, I don't know, anything, right? Just move your body every single day because your body adapts to the changes and it adapts to the environment that it's in. So if you are moving it every day and you're doing like, for example, a minimum of an hour of exercise every single day, your body almost like it almost levels up. So it's like, okay, this is a new normal. What else are you going to give me? So that's where the changes will be made. And that's where you can see the changes and 
that's also where people plateau but maybe that's a topic for another time it adapts to your body and it allows you to then foster this healthier lifestyle because this is now the new normal we are not your body is not used to not working out or it's not used to not moving anymore the third gem is to just enjoy what you're doing enjoy the physical activity that you've chosen to do and if you don't enjoy it choose something else or do something else you don't have to stick to something that you don't like personally i like going to the gym that's why i'm going to go every single day but i probably wouldn't like i said before i wouldn't play netball every single day because i just want to fucking kill everybody that's not my poison i like going to the gym and it's it can be as simple as that so just find what you like and enjoy it and it, and if you get bored of it find something else that you like make sure that you are physically active every single day and not and not even every single day like for most of most days of the week you should try to be active you don't have to be this fucking superhero every single day that's not really what i'm trying to get here um it's just a lot easier than most people think and when you foster these habits and you just make it a part of your life and it's just a non-negotiable you won't even have to think twice about it anymore that about wraps up the end of the episode i hope you guys enjoyed it and i will speak to you guys very soon goodbye psych i'm not gone yet do you think you've gotten rid of me already no bitch i just forgot to mention something I set up an Instagram profile for the pod. It says Jennifer Show, just so I can be more interactive with you guys and with my audience. So you can submit topic ideas or questions when I eventually have guests on. You can share your opinions and we can just continue the conversation from the previous episodes as well. And I just wanted to be able to post more without annoying people who follow me on my personal account who don't really have any interest in the pod. But yeah, give it a follow. I feel so fucking lame for having to say give it a follow, but please do. It will mean a lot to me and it will just allow me to connect better with all of you. And I will speak to you next week.